0: Before we start our episode, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Marshall's Barbershop, located at 1724 20th Street in Parkersburg, West Virginia. You can also book online 24-7 at www.marshallbarbershop.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Leadership Episode 6, and today's episode is titled Being Average is Not for Me, and we have a special guest with us today. So glad to have you on our show, Scott James, the mayor of St. Albans, our longtime friend, and uh, St. Albans, West Virginia, that is, and uh, we spent many years coaching together. Uh, How you doing,
1: man? I'm doing great. Uh, I really and truthfully am, and uh, you know I love what I'm doing, Kenny. I grew up here, been here my whole life, and uh, I'm not I, I'm not a politician, but you know I didn't think St. Albans was going in the right direction, so uh, I ran for office and won, got reelected, and I'm in my second term, and I, I, I love it. I, I I really and truthfully equate it to building a program in basketball, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, and we're actually going. We're actually going to get into a little bit of that. You know, you, you, uh, you and I. Uh, when I was coaching, and, and Jeff was coaching with me, and you were coaching, we actually got out the same year. I don't know if you realize that you kind of postponed your retirement a little later than I did, but uh, we got out the same year. I guess one of the questions I have for you today is, you know, how has your leadership changed from being a head coach to being mayor?
1: Or has it? It it hasn't changed uh, a whole lot. Uh, To be honest with you, uh, the management style that I have, the leadership style that I have, is surround yourself with good people, uh, share your vision, uh, share your expectations, and get out of the way and let them do their job. Uh, And, uh, you know, in basketball, uh, the assistance that I had at St. Albans uh, guys, I mean, they played the game for many, many years, uh, went to state tournaments with St. Albans in boys' basketball, uh, and, you know, we would all collaborate uh, on issues. I had to make the final decision as head coach, but I utilized their knowledge to uh, build the program to where it got from a 0-23 team the year before I got uh, took the job to a perennial top 10 team and got back to the state tournament.
2: And I I think what you were talking about there, Scott, and just knowing you and your style, deals with some things that we've talked about, especially building community, because you build a community in your basketball organization. You built good relationships with great people. You let them do what they were doing. And you just what you said, you're not a politician, you you tell me, but I know that you loved your community. You wanted to give back to it. But you did that through basketball for many years and now here you are
1: doing it from from the top. Well, I I appreciate that. I I do, kids. I I appreciate that. And uh, uh, there's, you know, there's ups and downs, but I try try to surround myself with people just like Public Works or uh, the Municipal Utility Commission, Water and Sewer or Parks and Rec. I'm not an expert in all those areas. I try to find people that are experts in those areas and let them do their job. I don't micromanage. Uh, I get involved if I have to, but uh, for the most part, uh, the employees in St. Albans and and the department heads have bought into uh, my vision and what I want and and good things are happening down here in St. Albans.
0: That's great, man. So uh, just kind of talk about our title of our episode today, which is being average is not for me. So when you hear someone say, you know you're being average or you know think about grades like a letter c or you know this person's average what what comes to your mind when you think of the word
1: average mediocrity um uh, you know we've gotten away from in our society today uh of 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 pushing ourselves but also pushing others to excellence all right and mediocrity is not going to get you anywhere in life All right it'll get you a paycheck and and uh uh, if you're fortunate and and, you know that's not what it is life is about achieving and being the best that you can possibly be at whatever you do and uh, uh you know we've lost that kenny i know you guys always pushed excellence i mean you kicked my butt more than i beat you all in basketball uh, you guys had some. Not at Saint Albans. Never, are you kidding me? Yeah. Never at. Never there. <laughs> yeah, Lord. yeah. No. Hey, you all had some great teams, and and it's because the girls bought into what you all. You all didn't accept mediocrity. Uh, I don't accept mediocrity. Uh, people, parents should not accept mediocrity, and I think it all started with everybody gets a trophy. All right. I don't want to sound uh, like an old fogey but when everybody got a participation trophy, they thought they had arrived. Well, trophies should be reserved for winners. And that's what we've got to teach our children today. And we've got to teach our players in basketball. Uh, you don't get a trophy uh, unless you earn it. Not and uh, mediocrity does not accept that. You know, it, 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 it throws it out. Uh, but, you know, there's still pockets of that in this country, and I hope it comes back on a, a more permanent, stronger basis.
0: Yeah, I know we've talked about that. You know, when we, when we used to run our camp and, um, for years, uh, we gave out trophies for those who earned the right of the competition or skill that they had, had competed in, not because they just showed up. I think sometimes people think that you can just show up, but not really show up. Right, you know what I mean, and bring your A game, and do the best that you can, and learn, and become better. They think just by just physically being there, being there. that you know I'm, I'm going to get a trophy.
2: And that's not right. like that. Is, and that's exactly what I was going. To say. That is not the real world that we live in. You you see that every day, Scott, uh, in your community. If people aren't giving their best, then
1: you're not. Your community isn't going to receive the best. Uh, no, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And, uh, you know, our guys, what I've tried to teach him is is going the extra distance uh, is, is not that difficult. Uh, when we had a couple of snows this year, I know one of them, one of our police officers, and, and this is a uh, strong statement, one of our police officers shoveled off while he was on duty uh, sidewalks and uh driveways for citizens in a couple block uh area that's great and, and i approached him and I, and I said you know i thanked him for doing that i said the positive response we got is unbelievable and he said and this is a young policeman he said one thing i think we forget sometimes is the serving part of serve and protect absolutely all right and, uh, you know, the more you serve others and give to others, the more you're going to get back. You really truthfully are. And, you know, success is not easy. All right. Um, sometimes we think we can just kind of glide through, but success is not easy. Um, and and I'm not I, I'm going to talk about my kids for a little bit and I'm not bragging. And Kenny, I know you've had a lot of success with your children, but all three of my children were one was second in her class in um uh academics one was fourth one was twelfth. All three of them were all state but I taught them at an early age you, if you want to achieve and be the best all right that you could possibly be you're going to have to go out and pay a price all right the the uh uh winning is fun okay winning is fun it's it, it's fun it's good yeah but the preparation for winning isn't always fun you know you got to pay the price. My son, when he was a, uh, uh, you know, he ended up being All-State football and track. During track season, him and several others would go down to the um, uh, uh, field house, and they'd work out at 6.30 in the morning before school started, and then they would go to school, and that allowed them to practice track afterwards. Right, And uh, we need more of that out there in our society and, and more of that teaching to our children out there to let them know what it's going to take to not only be not be mediocre but to excel in life
0: we found uh I found a uh, really good quote um on the internet about being average i'll let jeff read it
2: it says uh, average won't cut it here's here's things about average it's average and you you're anything but you're built to reach higher to be stronger to be faster to feel your best and still push for better average will always be out there but as partners we can always stay one step ahead and when i read that scott one of the things i thought you know we have our jobs until somebody either better comes along and or we decide to get out, and it's the same thing. You know, I can't imagine being a mayor. So every four years, you have to be reelected, right? Or is it two? Yeah, or
1: two? yeah it's for every four years. And the first term was three years. We got back on the state national cycle, got reelected at a 72 to 28 <coughs> percent victory. And uh, so, you know, w- when that happened, I realized we're doing something right.
2: You yeah. know, because so. you can't be average and get reelected, right? No, no, yeah. you cannot. But because when I read that, it, it says to feel your best and still put, you know, I, I can do my best today. I can do my best this year, but I always need to make sure I'm doing better tomorrow. You
1: got to, you, you, you have to go out and, and if you quit improving, you become content. That's all right. Time. Yeah. And, and th- to be honest with you, that's why I ran for office. I, right. the, the previous administration me, had become content. He's a great mayor, uh, but, uh, uh, I, like I said, I grew up in this town. I wanted to bring back community. I wanted to bring back part of what I grew up with in this community and, uh, w- we've achieved some of it, but we've got a lot more work to do. That's
0: great. Right. And you know, it, it's all about your mindset. So like I, my mindset is I'm not going to be average.
1: There's no
2: way.
0: I'm going to, I'm going to outwork. I'm gonna try to outwork anybody, whether it be mentally or physically or whatever it takes. So I'm gonna ask you this question. So you have an average player that's 15, not boxing out, and you got the average employee that's 52 and not doing their responsibilities. Do you handle those differently, motivation-wise, or do you, is it kind of the the same?
1: Well, uh, the 52-year-old employee you can't put on the bench right away the uh, 15-year-old that's not boxing out, I can put her on the bench and let her know that, you know, if you don't start boxing out, you're gonna sit on this bench for a long period of time. With with a 52-year-old employee and 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 the, employee, uh, you know, the laws that are out there governing the way you handle employees, uh, uh, you have to pull them off the side, And you got to let them know, hey, man, you're not living up to expectations. You know, you're a great guy, but you've got to work harder doing what you're doing. All right. And then you got a process to go through. Um, Right. uh, You know, you got to write them up. Then you got a three-day suspension then a five-day suspension. Unless it's really uh, uh, bad, uh, you know, you can fire them right off. But then you, you get rid of them. We got rid of an employee today down in public works. Uh, he'd been missing work, not calling in, been late and everything. He's He's been talked to and everything. And and the public works director called me and said, I, I, I need to terminate this individual. And I said, you do what you gotta do. And he explained what was up. And so, you know, uh, uh, we're looking for people that don't wanna be average. We're looking for people that wanna make St. Albans the best community there is in the state of West Virginia.
0: That's awesome, man. That's, That's great awesome. stuff. And-
1: and
2: that's a great point and kind of leads into what we want to talk about a little bit here next. But uh, as a as a great leader, great leaders stand out, and but leaders stand out, but aren't the center of attention, really. And we tend to try to give credit where credit is due. And that's exactly what you're talking about right there, that we that we give credit for the work. When it's, and it's good, all goes back to exactly what you were talking about with
1: participation, training. right? I agree. Uh, we, uh, and and, and you know, the, over my three and a half plus years in office, um, at the end of June 30th would be my fourth year. It's been uh, that long, wow! Yeah, it has. It has. I know, I'm running for governor. Uh, I can't wait. I, I'm still looking good, though. Kenny, come on, you look here, good, brother. Bro. <laughs> But um, there's been councilmen that get offended, all right? Because sometimes as the mayor or the head coach, you get the credit, all right? But what they don't realize is when I'm being interviewed by Channel 8, Channel 3, Channel 13, or whatever, I give credit to uh, the uh, council and and the individuals that have come up with this idea. I, I don't need credit. All right. In the end, I just want St. Albans to be a better place than it was when I took office. And so uh, uh, you're exactly right. Uh I, I, you know, you if you're in there for the glory and the credit, you're you're in there for the wrong reason. You really and are. Yeah. And you know, as a coach, Kenny, when you win, you got great players. When you lose, you're a lousy coach.
2: It's true.
0: And the thing for me was, I just, it didn't matter we won or lost. I just want you to play your play as hard as you can and sacrifice all those things that's important to be a good human being, you
1: know? Yeah. I've always said, told my girls that at the end of the game, if you left everything out on that court, win or lose, I can't complain.
0: Yeah, there was always two places I hated to go in the conference, and that was Greenbrier East when they were in it, and I hated going, oh, Lord. And I hated going to St. Albans. Because I yeah. know they ever want to box you out to the stands. It's
1: like, oh, yeah. man. But we fed you after the game. Come on, Kenny. Yeah, I know you did. That was good
0: stuff. Hot dogs. Yeah. Always fed in defeat, though. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> hot dogs. Great, but, man, we got killed tonight. Yeah hey just real quick uh we're brought to you by marshall's barbershops located 1724 20th street here in parkersburg phone number 304-485-9943 you can book online at marshallbarbershop.com so with our podcast that we're doing here scott um you know we lead with love we always have you i know you're a love leader i've always have recognized that in you And we're focusing on the ship of leadership and ship stands for service, how you serve others, the habits, you know, replacing bad habits with good ones. Uh, the investment that you make in your organization and the passion that you bring now out of all those things, those four things that I just said, service habits, investment, passion, which one do you think is the one that stands out most for how you lead? Um, I think i know which one it is
1: well passion has to be right up at the top it really and truthfully does see when i took the st albans girls basketball job um it wasn't because i i knew there there was a lot of coaches out there kenny that knew more basketball than i did and that's why i surrounded myself with people that were smarter than i was but there was very few of them that outworked me all right and i had a passion Because when I was growing up in the 70s, and then even into the 80s, when St. Albans girls basketball dominated uh, uh, and and was one of the top teams every year in the state, and they had fallen upon hard times, I had a passion to bring that program back to respectability to where we were one of the better programs in the state. Not necessarily a team, you can have a good team every now and then, but a good program produces winning years year in and year out it took a while uh but uh the passion has got to be And the same thing as mayor i i wouldn't trade growing up in st albans west virginia for anything in the world we had so much fun when we were growing up when you watch movies like the sand lawn and stand by me that was us and i'm sure it was with you all too Right. but uh uh it was it was such a great place and and When I took off, I just wanna bring some of that back and and we're getting there, but we got more work to do.
2: You guys still have a Racks
1: restaurant down there? Nope, ain't no Racks. Matter of fact, when we come to Parkersburg, my assistant coach, Jay Kemplin, the one over by Parkersburg South, we'd always have to stop there and he'd get about uh, 12, 14 BBCs and take them back to people in St. Albans. It's gone too.
2: I know, I heard it went out. Yeah. Yeah. I know you'd rather grow up anywhere else in, in St. Albans, but you wish you could get a net burger any quick oh. as anyway.
1: Guys, the net burger, I, I talk to people about it all the time. I said, when you're in Parkersburg, go to the North End Tavern. I said, they got a net burger, they got great french fries, and they got the coldest beer in town.
0: You know what's funny is, like, we didn't even really care about the game. We just wanted to have a net burger before the
1: game. <laughs> I guarantee you. And to be honest with you, I need to make a trip up there so we can just hang out at the North End Tavern one evening, after late afternoon, early evening.
0: That'd be fun, man. That'd That's be real great. fun. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know if you – you mentioned passion. Uh, we had mentioned one of our podcasts because we saw Kevin Eastman back in 2013. And he mentioned that passion is when love and purpose collide. And that really impacted my mindset because, you know, you love something so much, you you love growing up a sport or activity, and you put a lot of purpose into it. And then so your love and purpose collide is your passion. That makes a lot of sense. Wouldn't you agree?
1: I, I do agree. Um, uh, and it, 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 it drives you. And you know I don't want to take away from anybody or, or anything but when I took the basketball job or I became mayor of St. Albans I've got a vested interest in this community I've been here my whole life uh, and in basketball I surrounded myself with people that grew up in St. Albans for the most part our our uh, department heads for the city of St. Albans they've got ties to St. Albans some of them the same thing grew up here They've got a vested interest in this community, and they understand what it's going to take, and that's why they've bought into my vision and my expectations to make this a better community. I agree with you wholeheartedly.
2: That's awesome.
1: Uh
2: got a couple things, uh, last things here. You know, one of the things that we talk about a lot on on this podcast and in our lives is how our faith has has impacted our lives, and it. it it plays a, a role in our leadership style and things like that. But how, does, how do you think your faith impacts your leadership, Scott?
1: It, it impacts a, a lot. Uh, you know, I, I'm not the perfect Christian, right? but I'll tell anybody that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. I, I still like to hang out and drink cold beer every now and then. I'm not perfect. But uh, the, the biggest aspect is, especially before our council meetings, we pray or have an invocation every time, all right. And me personally, I'm praying for wisdom all the time because I need all the help I can get uh, from the man upstairs to make the right decisions, all right. To 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 be a leader that others can follow, all right, and respect. And and I I, I think I have that. Um, again, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. All right. But one thing I figured out over the years is is I do have some leadership uh, abilities, uh, and it's carried over in all facets of my life from teaching, to coaching, to now being mayor. And uh, uh, I, I I pray often uh, for God's guidance and uh, uh, especially wisdom to make good decisions.
0: So uh, Casey, he may not be listening, but let me ask you a question: Who's a better teacher, you or Jamie Lamaster?
1: oh I, I, you know <laughs> really <laughs> uh i'll say jamie 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 does a heck of a job he's still doing that uh, uh but uh you know we, we we teach similar things i taught behavior disorder children for many years i've taught elementary p i've taught resource room uh, uh, and one thing about teaching Bd sometimes they want you to just kind of uh, you know, just, you know, keep it low-key, keep them in the room, keep them out of trouble. I expected my kids to succeed. I expected my kids to work hard, and uh, it was no different than when I was coaching on the basketball court. But, you know, I'll give Jamie the the, the shout-out there. There's no yeah, doubt about that that. that. that guy builds pretty good relationships with the, with his kids. I mean... He does. Yeah. He, he he really, in truth, does. And, you know, guys... You all see me, coach. I rant, and rave. Uh, I haven't had to do it a lot as mayor, but every now and then I have to, uh, you know, get on some people. But, but my girls, and they knew that I cared for them. They knew that I loved yeah. them. And, uh, uh, you know, for the most part to this day, when they see me, they'll come across the store. Hey, coach, how you doing? I get texts. I get uh, messages from them all the time, and. And that let me lets me know that they understood, you know, I was driving them to be excellent, not mediocre. All right. But in the process that I cared and loved for them.
2: That's great, man. Hey, this this last segment, God, I'm telling you right now, I had nothing to do with this. This is brand new to our our podcast. Oh lordy So yeah. all right, so, so anytime so anytime you're doing it too. Uh I've, I do
0: these all the time, That's practice. All right, so we're gonna play Would You Rather. All right. All right, you ready? And you have to answer the same thing there, kids. All right, would you rather swim in a pool full of Nutella or
2: a pool full of maple syrup?
1: Pool full of maple syrup.
2: Mm, okay, what about you? I, I'm going in the opposite direction, it's Nutella.
1: I just don't like oh, Nutella.
2: It, I don't like it. My, maple syrup is too much sugar for me, man. I yeah, thought yeah. I was going to pass out of a sugar. He's from St. Time. Mary's.
1: Oh, well, you know, we overlook that. <laughs> uh, Kenny, we'll overlook that.
0: Come on, oh, Jess. I'm syrup all the way. I'm not eating that other stuff.
1: The all one right, thing Nathan. I always wanted to know was, why were St. Mary's blue devils purple and yellow? It's a long
2: story, brother. It's It has a to do with faith story
0: yeah okay something to do with their uniforms and yes. washing them or something I don't know wasn't it? yeah
2: yes, exactly right yeah he, pro- he knows exactly why <laughs> <Yeah. Fair enough>. <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: would you rather have a personal
1: maid or a personal chef? for my wife a personal maid all right yeah. to help her out she
2: must be watching this <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really, really like that answer, but that wasn't what I was going with. Again, we're going opposite here. I would have chose the personal
1: chef. Just well, my sugar's been a little high, so a personal chef would be good. But for my wife's sake, I'd rather have a personal maid to I take the pressure off. I offer. like
2: that answer. I yeah. definitely
0: would pick the chef. There's no question.
1: Yeah.
2: I, yeah. I like his answer better than mine. <laughs> He probably won't get in trouble, but you will. I hope you're watching. (laughs) All right. All right. This is a good one. Would you rather wear the
0: same socks for a month or the same underwear for a week?
1: Same socks for a month. Amen. Same
2: socks for a month.
1: Have you smelled his feet? No, I haven't. Can't say as I have. And the question is if you smell mine. But it's better than wearing the same underwear for a week. Who's gonna smell that? <laughs> yeah. That's
0: right. I'm doing socks as well. All right. Uh, two, two more. Would you rather drink sour milk
1: or brush your teeth with soap? Oh, I brush my teeth with soap. I, I have accidentally drank sour milk, and it just makes me puke. I can't stand
2: it. And there's no way to get the taste out of your mouth.
1: No. I'm,
2: <laughs> I'm soap all the way.
0: Yeah, I yeah. definitely do the soap. One time, I was working in Maryland, and I, 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 I bought a jug of milk and had a donut, and I went like this, and it, and it just went like a big gelatin on my face. <laughs> it, was, it was the worst thing ever.
1: You drink pickle juice? Why? I'd like you to. Work? I'd like to have a picture then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. Would you rather wake up naked in a forest five miles from home, or in your underwear at work?
1: <laughs> do i have a cell phone <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> probably underwear at work oh man because then you got to hike five miles just butt-ass naked
2: I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the
0: underwear at work yeah. man i'm not oh, going yeah. streaking yeah. for oh, five yeah. miles forget yeah.
1: that
0: yeah
2: well, no, the underwear at work difficult what time yeah.
0: of is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question well Scott man we really appreciate you coming on our show today you were our first guest we've had and uh, you know it's always great seeing you and hanging out and talking and uh, you know you're doing a fantastic job and saying almost we hear nothing but great things and it's, it's not necessarily about what you who you are as a person it's about what the impact you're making on everything around you in that culture so you know kudos to you man and uh and uh, you're doing a great job
1: well thank you for having me and one thing i want to i want to give a shout out to your all's mayor tom joyce uh we were at the senate's finance committee yesterday battling a bill that was going to hurt municipalities and and mayor joyce spoke for uh the municipal league um as well as a couple other mayors spoke but uh tom did a heck of a job and, and in the we defeated that bill so uh shout out to mayor joyce but guys i i tell you what i appreciate you know being here but i appreciate the friendship that we've developed through coaching and uh it'll it'll last forever it will and and, and guys i'm gonna call soon or you call me and say let's set a schedule and come up to parkersburg i want a net burger
0: yeah you All got it, right, man. man. Hey, it's great seeing you, Scotty. And uh, you got anything no, else for today? No. Just
1: keep yeah. running. Keep the ship afloat.
0: Yeah, and happy
1: right. and happy, happy St. Patrick's, Patrick's
0: Day, Patrick. right?
1: Happy St. Patrick's Day. Kevin, Jeff, good seeing you guys and God bless. Okay. All right. right. Take
0: care, man.
2: All right.
1: Thanks. All right. Bye.
2: Thanks.
0: Look for the ship, people. We'll see you next week. Hey, this is Kenny DeMoss. Just really wanted to thank you for listening to our podcast today. Again, if you want to email us, email us at loveleadership.us at gmail.com or you can call us at area code 929-464-5750. Our website is love-leadership.org. You can follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook for updated material and content that promotes love Leadership. All you have to do is look for the ship. This episode is brought to you by Marshall's Barbershop, located at 1724 20th Street in Parkersburg, West Virginia. You can also book online 24 7 at www.marshallbarbershop.com.